We respectfully acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation who are the traditional owners of the land on which we record this podcast and recognise their continuing connection to the lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hello and welcome to We'll Get It In Post. I'm your host, Dom Hennequin, and I'm here today with Amy Bryans. Hello. And Curtis Mason. Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome back, you two. It's really nice to see you again as we wrap up this Oscars season. It's been a long one. How's it been for you, Amy? Yeah, I've been, I think it's been a great year. I haven't seen everything. Um, but I have seen a lot, which is reflective of how full this Oscar season is. Um, I feel like last year was a little bit lackluster and a bit thin in terms of the options and the variety available. So yeah, I think it's been a great year. I felt like I've had some real excitement this year. Um, So that's been great, loved it. Yeah, cool. Has there been a nominee uh, acting or film wise uh, that has stood out to you that you're particularly excited about? Honestly, maybe it's the um, it's the millennial, you know, teenage emo in me, but um, I am all about that controversial Kristen Stewart performance in Spencer. I thought she was iconic. I want her entire wardrobe. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, probably like a lot of people, I was a big fan of good old Cumberbatch and Power of the Dog. So looking forward to seeing where those two go with it. Yeah. That's for me. What about you, Curtis? How are you feeling about this season? Um, look, I think that it's been a big season in terms of the amount of films um, nominated and performance nominated. Um, I think when you've got being the Ricardos as a big contender um, for those <laughs> nominations, I think it's a bit of an indication of the quality of the work. Um, you know, oh, why King do you Richard say that? Being, well, you know, King Richard being in there, it's I don't... I don't like bio, biographical films, um, biopics. Don't um, look up. Please don't, don't look up. Don't look up. Don't. Just um, don't. There's, there's really only a handful that I have really enjoyed. And there's been a few that I've probably wankily been like, oh, that was so great, but then thought about it later. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think I that really enjoyed awful. it all that much. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you think you think it's a bit of a um, a bit of a... Quantity over quantity, uh, quality. Yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a filler year. I think they're sort of yeah, just trying to pump pump in as much as they can. But um, there are some few a few standouts. Like June for me is just like that's going to go down in history. Um, West Side Story was great. Power of the Dog was absolutely blew me away. Um, yeah, I think it's um, there's a few good, there's a few bad. It's a it's a medium year, I'd say. Interesting. Mid. As the young young people would say at the moment, it was mid. Right, oh boy. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. about 45, so I know that's yeah. probably. Is there some sort of TikTok yeah. noise we need to edit on top of that, Amy, to make that sort of TikTok make a reference boom. there? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, firstly, are we all drinking? Have we all got a drink or a mug of something? Yes. Or, yeah, because we're going to need it. Cause... Four pillars gin. Yeah. Got Today... my alpha mug. Oh, geez. Goodness. Uh, right. Because uh, what does it say, Amy? Um, it says, if you think I'm wicked now, you should see me without my coffee. 
To say I'm even worse would be the understatement of the century. Without my morning Joe, I am positively nasty. And honey, you don't want to see that. You didn't that, read that it in the right enough. voice. Shouldn't it be like, if you think I'm wicked now, you should see me before my <laughs> morning coffee. Well, I'll leave the acting to the actors, Dom. I like love yourself. it. I think it's concise and I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I think it's tasteful. I think it's subtle. And it's it really should, beautiful. It should win an award. <laughs> For whoever, yeah. that monkey. It should win a screenplay award. You know what? For whoever they should, wrote try, that. And, <laughs> they, they should try and incorporate that into the um into the new Wicked film adaptation. If you think I'm wicked now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I editing these podcasts. I must say that the best episodes are used, and it's the best moments in the episodes are usually right towards the end, and it's usually Curtis singing something it's really it's really quite something and i think a montage will be coming uh sometime soon you know tune in Uh, next season tune in next season yeah yeah uh all right let's today we're going to go through uh most of the oscar nominees and look it's going to become pretty evident that look you know we may have missed a couple of missing a couple of these films i'm not gonna lie you know you know twist my arm gun to the head um (laughs) whatever other, <laughs> uh, but I think that we've, we've got enough context to tell you who might win, who might not. And then some categories where, I don't know, I really don't know. I'll just pick a name at random. Absolutely. I'll be turning to the Feinberg forecast for those ones. So, but how much money have you got on, <laughs> on, on some of these nominees this year, Curtis? Um, I just want to make sure. I haven't, I haven't done that yet because, um, my, my general rule is that I need to see them before I do it. So I have a found judgment, um, sound judgment, sorry, found bound. Um, so I have a sound judgment. Um, so I haven't done that. I'm planning to do it this weekend. Um, but you know what? I usually like to do it a little bit earlier because then you get the outliers um and you can usually see those coming and then all of a sudden everyone's talking about this particular film and that happened with parasite a few years ago yeah yeah um, yeah yeah well Um, let's um let's get into some of these nominees because that is something that is possibly happening um potentially in the best picture race so look let's start with the best picture today and go through them so the nominees for best picture and we can tick off you know what we've seen what we haven't um belfast Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. A lot of nominees this year. Um, a pretty beefy bunch. Um, out of all of those, I mean, there's there's about three that I haven't seen. I still couldn't get to Belfast, couldn't see Nightmare Alley yet and haven't seen drive my car but the rest of them i've seen um and i think that for me and like for most of this season the power of the dog seems to have been Mm. sort of leading the pack um but coda seems to be emerging as a last minute quite viable um having a pretty viable shot at walking away with best picture Um, I know, uh, I'm not sure if either of you have seen Coda, but, um, like, like what stood out to you this year in the best picture sort of nominees that you saw 
Was there any themes and what did you think? Like has this sort of played out how you thought it would when you saw some of the films? Curtis, maybe let's start with you. Can I just ask, sorry, Dom, did you say that you have seen King Richard? I've seen King Richard, yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't realise you'd seen it. No, I, I that's one that I haven't seen. And um, ah, I'm interested to, anyway, we can get to this later, but, yeah, interested to talk. Yeah, I only watched it um, a couple of nights ago. I was just trying to do a last-minute yeah, right. dash um, to yeah. see as many of the ones remaining as possible. I'm, I'm kind yeah, of, right. yeah, like I... I thought it was a pretty interesting, like actually interesting is not the right word. It wasn't very interesting to be quite honest with you, but it was, <laughs> but it was a, a satisfying look at those two characters, basically uh, the, the yeah. and King Richard, you know, himself. Um, but yes, I didn't really know much about the story of um, Venus and Serena Williams and their yeah. background and their family and their dad and how they sort of came to, be in the pro tennis world. So I found that part of it really interesting. And I think it's more of a, it's, you know, it really plainly is more of a vehicle for Will Smith, but I actually found it, um, the Will Smith aspect of it after the first like 10 to 15 minutes, it just started being a film that I was watching more or less. And was it particularly like groundbreaking or innovative in any way? No, not really. I'm not sure that it really has much of a shot as a best picture, um, yeah. at winning that. Um, but certainly it was pretty, it was a pretty good film and, um, there are some performances in there that were, um, very impressive. That would be my sort of review. Is of King there, a bit of a- there were a couple of those moments, although towards the end I was done. <laughs> I was like bone dry. <laughs> All right. Yeah, wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, okay. All right. So did you ask me my opinion before? Yeah. yeah like what was standing out to you, maybe like what was standing out to you at the beginning when you started watching some of these films and then now that we're kind of at the end, um, what do you think is yeah. what, what's held up? What hasn't? I think very early on the power of the dog was flagged as a potential um, front runner for Oscar nominations, but you know, those outliers that I'm um, second time I've said outlier. Um, you know those early, um, you know those early predictions that come out, and then I remember a few years ago it was um, the Hate You Give, and I worked uh, for Val Morgan Cinema uh, advertising at the time, and the Hate You Give ad came out, and mm. people were like, "Oh, straight away, um, looks like it's going to be an Oscar contender." So that I've, and then it didn't even get nominated for anything in the end. Um, but oh, I thank God. That. I was like, I've never seen it. Never seen it. Never heard about it. I was like, oh no, did it win? Did I miss yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Um, what year is it? It was, it was fine. It was all right. But um, no, that, that happened very early on with um, the power of the dog. And yeah. I sort of gave it that sort of treatment. I was like, oh God, everyone's talking about this Netflix film. I couldn't care less about watching some boring story about a <laughs> rancher and but look, I was absolutely hooked. I was hook, line, and sinker with the power of the dog, mm. and I truly believe that it has everything that is necessary to to win that best picture title. Um, I think that it has intrigue. It has the romance. It has the um, the beauty, like the those landscapes. And we've talked about mm. this um, in the previous episode, but. Um, I just couldn't get enough of it. And it was such an interesting take on the Western that I haven't really ever seen before. Like, yes, there's beauty in Westerns and we discussed that already, but 
just whatever this brought to it um, that I've never seen anywhere else. It was just absolutely mind blowing and, and I really loved it. So that's my number one pick for best picture. Mm. Yeah, lovely. Amy, what, what, are, what are your thoughts? What sort of stuck out to you? Um, well, I'm a big Paul Thomas Anderson fan, of course, as we all are. But once again, I don't think this is going to be his year. Yeah. Um, he, he, he still hasn't won an Oscar, has he? No. He hasn't won for Best Picture. No. Has he, won, no. Has he even won for Best Director? No. No, he's never won. Yeah. No. Isn't that crazy? And, you know, um, you know, Phantom Thread was, you know, the other most recent one and that was absolutely amazing, like one of my favourite Paul Thomas Anderson films to date. Um, but it still lost out in what was in recent memory one of my favourite Oscars years and that was a very competitive year, so that's okay. Um, and, um, yeah, so with that in mind, very similar. Uh, then also, of course, West Side, West Side Story caught my attention I didn't really think it was going to be, um, you know, a front runner at all. But, you know, Steven Spielberg directing a classic film, you know, the the ad was very Oscar baity. I was interested to see where that would go. Wouldn't it be amazing if wouldn't it be amazing if a musical won Best Picture again? Like it's been such a long, long time. It's not going to happen, but would have been interesting. Um, June, June, you know, you could argue objectively would be a great winner, but films like June just don't win. It'll win in all of the other, um, you know, technical categories. Um, of course. Oh, absolutely. But you could argue as far as, you know, large blockbuster action films go, um, you know, it, it had, it had its due. Like it was an amazingly well-adapted screenplay from the book had an, an amazing cast, um, but, yeah, it's not going there. So for me, yeah, I think not to be um, repetitive, but um, it would be great to see Power of the Dog win. That would be my that would be my pick. Um, yeah. Although I haven't seen it yet, um, I am looking forward to watching it. Um, a bit of justice for, uh, for Kenneth Branagh would be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to seeing Belfast, so I, yeah. I reckon that's in with a shot as well. Yeah, I thought that that would, you know, it's a black and white film. It's Kenneth Branagh, um, writing, directing, all of that. Um, I thought the Oscars would be all over that. Um, And it's Mm. really kind of underperformed, you know, in some of the nominations and certainly in a lot of the sort of precursor awards to the Oscars. So I'm not sure we'll get to it later. Like it, it might be able to win um, one of the screenplay awards, but I'm really not sure if Belfast will really walk away with anything um, on mm. Oscars night, which is like the yeah. really the opposite of what I thought um, going into the season. Yeah. I think it may win best original screenplay potentially. Mm. Yeah. Um, but even that yeah. it's a, the, the screenplay, like there's some competitors there as well. So it's nothing's, nothing's yeah. to sure about. I think for best picture this year, getting to the sort of nominations like Coda is the one that mm. we're now starting to talk about. And it's hard to tell whether it's just a last minute, you know, like every year at the last minute someone emerges or um, a couple of, you know, awards happen. Like we've just had the kind of Critics Choice Awards, the SAG Awards um, and Coda won sort of the ensemble award at SAG. And um, there have been a few films in the past few years that have done something similar to what they could do, whether it's like a spotlight or whether it's a, you know, a film that sort of doesn't look as strong in every category, 
but can still walk away, you know, Parasite can still walk away with best picture at the end of the day um, because mm. it's a lot of, it's a broad, you know, it's a, it's the whole Academy really that's voting for it. And it's a, and it's a, it's a ballot as well. So it's not always going to be everyone's top passionate choice. Um, instead it can be your second or third choice, whatever kind mm-hmm. of is the most sort of agreed upon, you know, that's a, a, not the worst film in the world option. You know, a green book, for instance, can often end up yeah. walking away with it instead of something like Power of the Dog, which seems to have a lot of support but perhaps could be a bit, you know, polarising to some people and has, not that I think too much of this, but it has a pretty low IMDb rating for a Best Picture nominee. So I wonder if at the last minute um, there'll be a bit of an upset there and I think it's really between mm-hmm. those two now, which is not something I saw coming. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't think Belfast is even in contention anymore. Mm. Whereas at the beginning of the, the Oscars season, maybe yeah. even a month ago, Belfast was like pegged. Had a lot of hype. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I think my, yeah, my likely winner is, I think I'm going to go with Coda. <laughs> I'm going to go with Coda. Um, yeah. And I think you two are thinking two power, power of the dog. Two, uh, one for Coda. Yeah. Boom, put a graphic here. All right, <laughs> let's get into it. Best director, best director. Yeah. So nominated this year, Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Kenneth Brunner for Belfast, Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, Steven Spielberg, West Side Story, Rusuke Hamaguchi yeah. for Drive My Car. I hope I've pronounced that right, but I'm pretty sure I didn't. Um, best director. Is this even a race this year? It sort of seems to me that right from the beginning and with all the precursors, it's been Jane Campion's mm. to lose for Power yeah. of the Dog. What do we all Absolutely. think? Absolutely. There's yeah. no, there's Jane, no or, Jane or death. There's Jane no death. chance anyone else can win this. Jane or death. Yeah. Burn the Oscars to the floor if she doesn't win. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if Kenneth, if Kenneth Branagh won over Jane... There'll be if Kenneth Branagh wins, I will grab his smarmy face and rub it in dirt. Honestly. Like, that <laughs> shit-eating grin yeah. is dead to me. But it is interesting yeah. because you do have um, three people in this category who are, well, two people who are overdue for Oscars of any kind. So that's Paul yeah. Thomas Anderson and Kenneth Branagh been nominated many times before but neither of them have won an Oscar you've had Jane Campion who has won a screenplay Oscar before but never the director Oscar and so she's somewhat overdue for that particular one and perhaps you know could have should have won for the piano and many other things um so I wonder if that you know plays into any voters minds at all that you know do we just give PTA or Kenneth Brown or something was it that mm. good and and how do you yeah it's happened before like you know a director it's winning an Oscar Leo. yeah but a director winning an Oscar for something that isn't really super duper gonna win anywhere else certainly not best picture yeah like, yeah yeah like it's not that um, often that that happens I I appreciate your sentiment Don but <laughs> I highly doubt it I highly doubt it I don't think that they can upset people as much as they have in the past. Again, Green Book was a big lesson for the Academy, I think. Um, and I think that, like, 
Jane Campion deserves that Oscar. If she did not get that Oscar, there would be hell to pay. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. You agree, Amy? Curtis never wanted to put things. Curtis never wanted to put things mildly. Yeah, he means there would be hell to pay from Curtis Mason, and you don't know. You don't know who <laughs> I am. <laughs> He's got oh yeah. oh a mug's arrived. Oh, I wonder. Oh, it's good. <laughs> It's got a long what message on it. What will the Wicked Cup have to say about this? Yeah. You don't want to see <laughs> Curtis. You don't want to see thing. Curtis before he's coffee. That's Absolutely what I can tell not. you. Um, I'm hearing um, three that, Jane, Jane Campions. What say you, Amy? Yeah. No, I, I think she will win, but I don't think she will necessarily – I don't think it's a guaranteed win because there will be hell to pay if she doesn't. The Oscars, um, the Oscars has never been above undeserving winners in the past. Um, yeah, like no one's going to stop him if they want to give it to Kenneth Branagh. I don't think, I don't think it'll happen. Oh, I think Jane will get it, but. <laughs> really thrown him under the, thrown him to the wolves in this segment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love hate Kenneth Branagh so much. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I love to hate him, but also I still kind of love him too sometimes. Kenneth, but if it, you're listening, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for but, you, Kenneth. This one's for you, Kenny. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I, I will be going with Jane Campion, and I think uh, yeah. the two yeah. of you are the same. All right, that's Jane Campion, yeah, best director. Pete, Let's make it happen. Yeah, as badly as it would, as badly as I want to see PTA win one day, I, yeah. I don't, I don't want it to be a sympathy. You know, you're overdue. Absolutely win. not. I want no. to be for the right thing. And Licorice yeah. Pizza was great, but there will be blood and Phantom Thread were better. Licorice Pizza is probably at the bottom of my PTA films, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it was great, yeah. but it wasn't, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed that it got as much love as it did at this year's kind of Oscar yeah, nomination. Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting. All right, Best Director, Jane Campion. Uh, let's move on to Best Actress now. Um, I think I've seen pretty much all of the films um, that are nominated here except for Parallel Mothers. So the nominees mm-hmm. for Best Actress are Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Um, I'm always fascinated. I don't know why, but Best Actress is always a category that – I'm glued to for some reason. I don't know. I don't know whether it's just I appreciate actors like f- uh, women actresses more, women actors more. But um, but I'm always like, you know, really interested in making sure I see as many of the performances as, as possible, and interested to see who ends up winning and how the race goes. Mm. Um, and this year Love is it. a real Stop for the girls. Yeah, I don't know why, but like this year has just been a real, a really strange competitive chaotic year in that category, including even who ended up being nominated. Um, No Lady Gaga. um, And yeah, like Penelope Cruz got in there. Jessica Chastain was a long shot for a little bit there. Um, Nicole just sneaking in there as always. Yeah. Well, what have we thought? Like, like at the start of the season, like what have you seen and what have you heard as the season's sort of gone on, even before Oscar nominations? Um, like, is like, and, and do you have any idea between the two of you, like, who you think's going to win? I I have to admit, I haven't seen the Eyes of Tammy Faye, 
and I haven't seen Parallel Mothers. Um, Parallel Mothers was one that I was really excited to see, but I've just been so busy lately. Oh, here we go. Um, but I just haven't had a chance to, to watch it yet. But um, I have heard that Jessica Chastain pretty much has this in the bag um, compared to someone like Kristen Stewart, who, Stewart? Stewart. Um, Stewart. Whilst she did, <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Hey. Um, <clears throat> she, she had an amazing performance, but I think there's just too much surrounding that. Um, they hate the film. They hate Spencer. The Academy, like, yeah, I think there's too much surrounding Spencer as who they picked, the subject matter, the way it was told. I think there's just too much there that's negative. Whereas, like, from all accounts, and Dom, you could probably attest to this, Jessica Chastain does a wonderful job of portraying Tammy Faye, and it's a very unique take on a you know biography. And, um, but at the same time, I feel like we've potentially seen it before. Um, someone in a wig with freckles painted mm. on their face. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if there's anything special about that. Nic- there's no chance Nicole Kidman will win. Absolutely zero chance. Olivia Coleman, she gave a good performance in The Lost Order. There was nothing remarkable about that. Yeah, um, that she's I haven't kind of seen. already had a had a moment in recent. She's memory. had a moment, and so is Nicole. Um, yeah, so I would say Jessica, Jessica Chastain. Mm. What do you reckon, Aim? How many of these have you seen? You've seen Spencer, definitely. This is definitely my least confident category. Yeah. Um, but I guess without having seen Tammy Faye, it does scream to me like mm, this is a mid-level movie that is being driven by a performance, you know. Um, this is a, a movie that is focusing very much on, you know, going for that Oscar for its leading, yeah. its leading actor. You know, think like the Iron Lady, Meryl Streep. Like that was just a... You know, like an Oscar, yeah. like an Oscar driving campaign from Meryl Streep, and a movie second in some ways. And, um, and very similar to it's the way that you set that up, and very similar to um, uh, Renee Zellweger and um, Judy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's giving very much that, um, and you know, it, it. And on top of that, it feels like you know the subject of the of the story is you know Hollywood film and television. Um, the Oscars loves a movie about itself. If you look at the Oscars history, um, so yeah, I think it's pretty much a shoe in. Um, hmm. But I can't tell you how much, just based on my um, nostalgic love for Twilight and nostalgic, <laughs> <laughs> and just like you know, being an Aussie, like my love for the underdog. Um, and just what a, yeah, a bit of a weird, I just think Kristen Stewart's such a weirdo. Um, and I think it's really cool that she's been given this opportunity. Uh, it's kind of, yeah, it's been interesting with Batman as well to watch both of these leading actors come back out into the spotlight in these yeah. sort of artsy sort of, you know, de- um, divisive films, um, when their careers started and pretty much the most sort of mainstream blockbustery teen heartthrob way as possible. Um, so that's been kind of a weird to watch that happen at the same time, but yeah, um, I really liked, I really liked Spencer a lot. Um, and I really loved her performance a lot. I thought it was super weird and, um, yeah, that would be iconic for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think like, so it's not, I think it's uh, in my dreams. Yeah, sure. 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 Yeah. So, um, I, I think it's quite, I've got to say like it is 
baffling to me. Like if you if we flash back to maybe two or three weeks ago, it would be um, completely. Uh, it, it it would be wild to hear how many people are now like Jessica Chastain is the front runner and is a lock to win for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Like the mm. that's how quickly the, the best actress race has changed and how volatile it's been yeah. all season. Because the after the no one has seen as well, yeah. Definitely. Like it came out, it came out a while ago. It was in cinemas yeah. and like no one saw it basically. Um, yeah. But, you know, at the, uh, it wasn't too long ago that Nicole Kidman was the front runner, was like yeah, almost yeah. And a now lock. I'd say she'd been bottom, uh, in last place. Yeah, but I wouldn't be, here's what I'd say. So I, I did say a while ago, I think maybe off the air, that um, after I saw Tammy Faye, but also, mm-hmm. like, it is an Oscar performance. That is the kind of performance that that the Oscars typically go for. But it's also a really good performance is what I would say. Um, yes, yeah. she's got the – and I think, like, if we talk about um, makeup as well, um, mm. there could be two Oscars in there for it because they do marry together really, really well and create um, that performance. But Jessica Chastain yeah. is – also an actress who um, is yet to receive her Oscar due. She's been nominated a couple yes. of times before. She is a very good actress, but she's also the past yes. few roles that she's sort of been noted for, um, Zero Dark Thirty and Molly's Game and some of those. Her performances are quite yeah. quiet, almost like Nicole Kidman-like a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. And this is the opposite of that. This is a little bit more like what she did in The Help, but it really is her swinging for the rafters. It's a huge performance, but to portray mm-hmm. a huge personality and in a setting that, um, you know, Andrew Garfield does a really good performance in there as well. Um, it, it, it all, the film and the performance marry together really well. And even though it's not a groundbreaking film, I think it's a very worthy performance to win and so could likely win. But I also would not count out an upset from a Nicole Kidman. I just wouldn't. And also a lot of people are completely counting out Kristen Stewart, but for how wild this is, this season would be, wouldn't it be something to have her win the Oscar at the end of the day? So I think that like okay, right. it would be really rightful and good. I don't really, I'm not really wanting to see Nicole Kidman win a second Oscar for something that I thought was, mm-hmm. you know, passable performance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Penelope Cruz, I've heard really great things, but she, you know, she's got an Oscar. Olivia Coleman has an Oscar. Kristen Stewart, the nomination is really the award for her. Um, and Jessica Chastain, I feel like it, it's her time. So I'd really like to see yeah. her to her wins. So I think ultimately she's my pick. All right, next up we've got Best Actor. Uh, so we've got Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Let's do a little, like, what have you seen here? Who should win? Who will win here? Um, maybe AIM, let's start with you. Have you seen, have you seen, you've seen Power of the Dog so, and Tick, Tick, Boom. So I've yeah. seen nothing. No, uh, yes, and um, Tick, Tick, Boom. What's a tick, film? Tick, boom. <laughs> what are we here for? <laughs> um, yeah. So 
Surely, surely our bestie, right? Surely bestie Cumberbatch for me. But that's coming from a place of having only seen two of these films. Um, yeah, once again, a little bit similar to um, Chastain. Um, for me, like Tick, Tick, Boom, sort of, you know, the only thing that really stood out to me about it was Garfield's performance. But even then, I don't think it's going to win. So that's my take on that. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. What about you, Cody? Who do you want to win and, like, who do you think is got um, I would like um, Benedict Cumberbatch to win, but I think, I think I'm going to say it here. Oh. Okay, it's going to be a very tight race between Will Smith and Andrew Garfield. Interesting. Um, yeah, Andrew. yeah, oh, yeah. Why do you say that? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a very tight race between them, but I am going to say Andrew Garfield. Wow. Um, Whoa. I, from what, yeah, I mean, I, I watched the film and I didn't enjoy it really particularly that much. Um, we had a good time. And that's how you know it's going to win the Oscar. And that's, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, just getting jealous about these people that have become famous actors while I am. Um, <laughs> Sit at home. Crushing your wicked cup. I mean, it's definitely, yeah. I mean, it would definitely be a choice. It would make a lot of people happy if Andrew Garfield won. It's a, he's a fan favourite. I don't even know if it would make a lot of people happy. Oh, yeah, it would, sorry, it would make all the t- TikTok generation with, um, yeah. God, the TikTok generation um, yeah. with um, Spider-Man now that there's sort of a renaissance of love for Andrew Garfield. But, um, yeah, I think that uh, his transformation... Um, the way that he characterized, um, you know, someone that was so very um, unknown. Uh, people know Rent, but they don't really know him, you know, um, Jonathan Larson. Um, so, yeah, I just think that, and also, fucking, can we stop? Can we not make movies about women and have the title of the um, film King Richard and make it centered around their fathers. But can we stop that, please? Like I'm so sure you did a lot for those daughters, uh, those those daughters, those those women. But I don't need a fucking man to show me how <laughs> to, how their how his daughters have been successful. Like it's their fucking achievement. You know what I mean? No, I'm off I'm Will Smith. Yeah, I'm sick stop of annoying it. everyone. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Yeah, no, Andrew Garfield. Don't you think? Don't you think Cumberbatch's performance was quite transformative too, though? Absolutely, yeah. I do. Yeah, absolutely, I do. But um, I think based on previous award ceremonies and commentary online, I think that um, it's a, it's a tight race between Will and Andy. Okay, let's wow, go. I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. Look, yeah, I think for me, um, I would. Well, look, I've seen King Richard now, and. Um, you know, it's it's a pretty good performance. Um, but what I found was, and it, uh, maybe it speaks to the quality of the the rest of the film. But I, after about the first ten to fifteen minutes, I stopped noticing the performance as much, and it just became a part, an ingredient of the film as a whole. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's good. But usually, when it's an Oscar vehicle, you're reminded every five seconds there's a big grandstanding moment. Um, where you're reminded that Meryl Streep is playing 
um, the Iron Lady. <laughs> um, and <laughs> there, and, yeah. and th- there were meant to be those moments in in um, King Richard, but um, it all just sort of like faded together, and I became more interested in the character of um, Venus Williams and the daughters in general. So I thought that was interesting for a, for a vehicle that is seems to be so set on winning for its actor. Um, and it still mm. does look very likely that Will Smith will win. He's won every precursor basically, even the BAFTA, which is um, somewhere where if Benedict was going to win, he would probably have won the BAFTA. Um, and Andrew Garfield realistically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think, mm. you know, it's Garfield's like second nomination. I think it's Benedict's second nomination as well. But I think if anyone's going to upset um, Will Smith, it's Benedict in my opinion. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think that we'll have um, an Anthony Hopkins, Chadwick Boseman situation this year. It seems like it's very, very likely that um, Will Smith will win. Mm. Um, yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. But, yeah, I think personally um, I really, really appreciated um, Benedict's performance. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Javier Bardem. I mean, that was that was really – he's very lucky he got nominated. They must really – they must have liked being the Ricardos when they were nominating these films because, yeah, I'm very shocked that he got in here. Same. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's one of those things, though, where once – an actor has been recognized by an awards group. Yeah. They then after that will continue to nominate them just based on I think a level of bias, but also just a level of, well, you know, we've acknowledged them before and therefore they are good yeah. enough by and, and we are the deciders of what's good enough. So we're going to continue nominating this person even when they don't necessarily deserve it, just to really dig our heels in that we made the right choice the year they won. And I don't think that's just an, I don't think that's an Academy specific thing. That just seems to be in a bit of an awards bias that happens. Also, let's not forget who funded being the Ricardos. It was produced by Amazon studios. So Jeff Bezos has deep pockets. Um, You know, (laughs) I wouldn't put that past him. Jeffrey Bezos. There you go. So does Netflix though. So I'm on Jeffrey. You can do it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair point. Yeah, you've got like a few streaming options here as well, actually, because you've got Denzel for Apple, um, yeah. Garfield fact, and Cumberbatch for Netflix. Code, <laughs> if you use promo you code. code, you'll get it in post. You get ten dollars off your. Yeah, if you use promo code, you'll get it in. Netflix can get fucked. Netflix made me sit through a four-hour Martin Scorsese film. It nominated Don't Look Up, which has like fifty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I am I'm not here for any of this. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. No, I I agree. Wholeheartedly agree. Um, Let's move on to supporting (laughs) actress now. Uh, we've got a couple of wild nominees in here. I gotta be honest. Um, Jesse Buckley. There's only one winner, baby. There yeah. is only one winner. There is only one winner. Let's cut to the chase. Yeah, Judy Dench for Belfast. Um, <laughs> we've got Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, Judy Dench for Belfast, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog, and Anjanu Ellis for King Richard. Um, listen. Is there? It, there's not much of a conversation to have about who's no, going it's to very win under here. Yeah, um, she has won everything. 
She's won every precursor. She's she's storming to yeah. that Oscar, and it's quite a remarkable rise for someone who was in the ensemble of Hamilton only five, six years ago, something like that. Um, it's it's so cool to see a theatre Broadway person just be completely embraced by the film community for her performance in something. Um, I think it's pretty remarkable, and it's a pretty undeniable performance. Um, mm. But I do – I'm really, really happy to see Kirsten Dunst in there um, mm. because I think she's been due for, for some acknowledgement by the Academy for, you know, yeah. a whole body of work. Um, yeah, is that uh, – I mean, are we all set on Ariana DeBose all winning and do we think it's yeah. – do yeah. we think it's the right thing? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's the right thing. Yeah. Triple threat, queen, icon, legend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can't forget Judy Dench and her fine work in Belfast, where I assume <laughs> she's putting on a light uh, Irish accent. I'm not sure. Northern Irish accent. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I can speculate. I mean, you know, don't shoot me. Um, and mm. Jesse Buckley, I think, was... I was really delighted to see her nominated in this category for her work in The Lost Daughter, but it was quite like a shock to see you oh, know, yeah. someone playing the shadow version, essentially like a younger version of the main character and both yeah. of them get um, nominated for their versions of it. Um, that were clearly their own interpretations as well. It wasn't It didn't really look yeah. like she'd spent in, I don't think she spent any time with, you know, seeing Olivia Coleman's, um, version of that same character, so it's pretty impressive that mm. she's um, that she's done mm. this and gotten all the way to the Oscars without really getting nominated anywhere else significant. So mm. tip of the tip of the Get cap it. to those two. Get it, as Amy right. says. Um, let's go Get to it. supporting actor. This mm. race has changed since last yeah. we really spoke about this. So the nominees are Kieran Hines for Belfast. Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and oh. Cody Smith, yeah, Cody Smith McVee for The Power of the Dog. When last we spoke, um, Cody Smith McVee looked like he was on a pretty safe and unstoppable path to winning the supporting yeah. actor Oscar for The Power of the Dog for his fantastic performance. I think very mm. subtle, but very very good um, in The Power of the Dog. And that yeah. since um, since maybe it was the Critics' Choice Awards or the SAG Awards, it's the whole race has completely um, changed and um, uh, Troy Kotzer is the front runner to win the Oscar for Coda now. Um, did this surprise anyone? Um have you all seen Coda? I, I honestly can't comment on Coda and um, Troy's performance, but from all accounts, it's phenomenal. Um, yeah. I can't. Be the front runner. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think that if, if he is doing a performance as good as they're saying, I think that he deserves it. So Cody was great. Um, there's no denying it, but I think that it's from the sounds of things, this Troy has got it in the bag. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Would I be correct in saying that 
this is the first category we've talked about so far beyond best picture where we're seeing Coda come up again. Yeah. I think that so um, hasn't had any like and possibly a screenplay one as well. Um I think that's been mm. a, it's been a surge, a last minute sort of surge. Cuz Coda, you know, Coda's an Apple TV production and it came out ages ago, like before mm. a lot of the films that have ended up being nominated um came out. So it's been out for a while mm. and maybe that's why it wasn't like such a um, huge, exciting new entrant into the into the conversation, and didn't have that same sort of buzz about it as some of the films that have come out a bit more recently had. But the nominate when the nominations came out for the Academy Awards, it started to seem like well, there is some group of people in in, in these um, branches that did see it and are acknowledging yeah. it and um, are really seeing something special in it um mm. and it's a it's a it's compared to something like power of the dog coda as a picture um and you know some of the other sort of um qualities it has is a very easy to watch um heartwarming mm. uh film you know and yeah. yet it's also yeah breaking some ground and doing, you know, something different so that you're not getting the guilt that you would get watching a green book and going, oh, I kind of like this. Maybe I'll vote for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this made me feel fuzzy. Yeah, it's warm and fuzzy, but it's also, you know, you're also watching something that is really cool to watch, you know, uh, and learn about the lifestyle of a, of a family of, um, of people that are deaf and then their one daughter who – um, is not deaf and is their interpreter and also discovers that she can sing, but she never knew she could sing because the rest of the family are deaf. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. a sort of, hook. it's got a bit of everything that you need in there to make it something easy to watch, special, heartwarming, but also, you know, interesting and a little bit groundbreaking. So, mm. you know, mm. I think acknowledging that they're going to want to do that. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, it's always very interesting to me when a picture that is not really present in a lot of categories then pops up in just the best picture category. Um, and I'm not saying that films that are in that category necessarily need to have lots of nominations to be deserving. Um, I don't think it has to be that way. But for me, the best picture and the director category should be um, generally uh, acknowledgement of, you know, um, excellence in a number of areas and then that is therefore cumulative in the best picture, best director nomination. And in particular, it always really frustrates me when a film is nominated for best picture but then not for best director. Mm. That to me yeah. shows a bit of a, a, a clear, there, there's often a bit of a disconnect or um, a bit of a missing piece in how um, sort of instrumental a director is in, in making the achievement of a film like how can you possibly not yeah. you see it you see it you see actors for this one film and and whatnot all these different categories get nominated in all areas and then not best director and it's like um what did the film make itself june is a great example but code is a great example the actors act yeah exactly do the actors cast themselves do the actors get get to that performance on their own like no um 
but maybe as a maybe as a director that's just a, a buy a personal bias and offense that I take <laughs> yeah it but, sounds yeah. a little <laughs> sounds like you've been burnt before Amy um and no, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> so, no, that sounded loaded. I actually haven't been burnt before, but okay. I know that if it happened to me, Sweetie, I would be Sweetie, it's fine. We believe you, all right? We're here to help <laughs> you. Um, I so, would be pissed. <laughs> so Troy Kotzer is a bit of a lock there. I think it was a delight to see mm. that Jesse Plemons was nominated. That was a last-minute, mm. like, yeah. like a couple of people were talking about yeah. it before the Oscar nominations came out, and it was like, no, that's not going to happen. No one, Literally no one's you know, he's a great actor and he's done, he's done a string of great projects, but like it felt a bit like wishful. And then Oscar's morning, it was like, Oh, what do you know? Um, that was random. As I think he's good. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have picked him for it just compared to the other two that are nominated. He wouldn't have been my choice, but he is, he's quietly strong. Definitely. It's not the, it's the role. It's not the, it's not the role that's, that's going to win in that screenplay. And I think, um, um, J.K. Simmons, just a little honourable mention there. Good, La- nice to see that they they're really acknowledging being the Ricardos. Uh, such a great <laughs> film that might not walk. J.K. Simmons anyway. was trash in that movie. <laughs> um, he just does the same character over and over again now, and people think it's good. It's just like I just talk like this, and then everybody likes me. You know, oh. I'm here for it. To be honest, if he never does anything else again, I'll be happy. Yeah. He's got something that's good and he runs, like, you know, he runs. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, but, yeah, of course, you're absolutely right. But, you know, hey, get, if that, that's Get me the Spider-Man. Does, yeah. Is that him? Is that, him? <laughs> Is that guy? <laughs> we only yeah. need one J.K. Simmons. He can just keep doing that. And, like, you know, Whiplash, that's got to be one of the best films of the 2010s. Like, you can literally yeah. show that film to anyone and they'll love it. Like, and he is... Yeah. And everyone, everyone loves the yellow Eminem. <laughs> I, I would vote for Curtis's impression of J.K. Simmons um, to win an Oscar. So that's the campaign I'm starting at <laughs> now. Jay, I couldn't even do it again. Oh, hang on. Oh, no, I, probably, I don't think I could. What are, what are you talking about? Yeah, no, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I'm sold. Look, I don't care. Doing, I'm buying it. Being J.K. Simmons is harder than it looks, Curtis. Yeah, exactly. How does it feel? Oh, I know that. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone anyone can do it. Proceeds to not do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shame on you. Uh, let's move on to the final two categories we're gonna, we're going to talk about tonight, and that is the screenplay categories. So first up, yeah. best adapted screenplay. We've got Coda by Sean Hedda, Drive My Car by Rusuki Hamaguchi and Takamasa Oi. Uh, Dune by John Spites, I think it is, Denis Villeneuve and Eric Roth. The Lost Daughter by Maggie Gyllenhaal and The Power of the Dog by Jane Campion. Um, Yeah. Pronounced um, Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cool. Can you say that as J.K. Simmons, please? Because otherwise I won't. Gian Hall. <laughs> get me a photo of Gian Hall. Parker. Parker, get me a photo of Parker. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that this race has gotten a little bit interesting at the last minute here. What do we all think? Are we all Power of the Dog? Are we Coda? Um, any, anyone feeling passionate about anything? 
I can't I can't make a comment on um an an adaption of something I haven't read the original source material of. Like I find that hard. The only one that I'm familiar with in that in this category in terms of its original source material is June. Um, I don't I think it matters though. I doubt the Academy is sitting there going, "Oh, I've read the original." They're going, "Yeah, yeah." It's what it's, was a, a good it's film. If it's a good. It's asking if it's a good script. I get that. Yeah. Um, but um, it's it's still, I think, something to be said for, you know, like a film like June, making a good film out of June is an effort personally, yeah. like I think. Like that is a really a very significant task. Um, it won't win. Um, I potentially no way like considering that code is in that in this category. Um, yeah. And, and the yeah, and you know they're the big front runners for yeah. you know. But the also, main that, category. also the fact that Dune is a part one of two or three, um, or so one. <laughs> oh, um, are, you, are you saying like it could have its Lord of the Rings moment and get all its get all its dues in its last film? No, I don't think so. No, I mean don't. potentially, but they would never award it the best adapted screenplay Oscar no. um, as a part one. Nah, unfortunately. That, oh, no, that's fine. It's got to be Power of the Dog or Coda, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think um, the momentum's going in Coda's way at this point. I would have Coda. thought, yeah, I would have thought Jane Campion would have been a, like an absolute lock for this. Um, yeah. She may still, like she's still a very strong chance to win, but I wouldn't be surprised um, if Coda, if Coda actually won this and then won Best Picture as well. I'm going to, I'm going to lock in Power of the Dog. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. I hope J.K. Simmons is presenting this award. Um, all right. And finally <laughs> tonight. <laughs> yeah, Parker, give me the. You're just going to um, keep running this one home, aren't you, Kurt? Yeah. Give me the envelope. Um, and finally, <laughs> best original screenplay. We have the nominees are Belfast by Kenneth Brunner, Don't Look Up by Adam McKay and David Sorota, King Richard by Zach Balin, Licorice Pizza by Paul Thomas Anderson and The Worst Person in the World by Eskil Vogt and Joachim Trier. Probably really murdered those names, but oh well. Parker, get me those well, names. Um, What are we reckon? <laughs> I think it could be Belfast, but I hope it's Don't Look Up. Vote <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with your heart, Amy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this will be, be Belfast. And you know what? This will be his redemption. Because he doesn't get the best director, he doesn't get best picture, which he was probably promised early on. Absolutely. But he'll get his, <gasps> yeah. He'll get his Broken best. Broken a banner, a bone. Yeah. He's done everything in this film to just try and clinch it, clinch something. He wants something. Yeah. And by all accounts, it's a great film. Yeah. And then he'll probably do a Quentin Tarantino and be say something along the lines of. I don't want to be a best director. I want to be the, the storyteller, um, you know. Mm. Well, yeah. can't wait for that Kenneth to go Fratter's down well. Never, Kenneth Fratter's had a hard life. Let's, he's <laughs> never had a thing in this world. Let's give him, yeah. let's give him this. Yeah. In another year, <laughs> Kenneth Fratter could have, another, in another year I think Kenneth Fratter could have won. 
like a lot more than what he will. Yeah. For this film. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Look, I I think yeah. that um yeah, it's between PTA and Kenneth Branagh. Mm. Yeah. I think Let's, maybe Kenneth Branagh. I'm hoping Branner. for Don't Look Up. I really am. <laughs> yeah, we know you are, Amy. I'm giving my head to, to Belfast, but my heart to Don't Look Up. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go for Belfast as well. I think they, you know, we've just got to give Kenneth Branagh something. Come on. He did a lot of work on this you one know, and PTA will win for something I, else. Oh, absolutely. So, I yeah. will end up seeing The Worst Person in the World. It's, it's intrigued me ever since yeah. I saw the trailer. Yeah, um, me too. I really want to see yeah. that. I'm going to say if the, if the listeners aren't done with us, the Zoom timer is done with us on two minutes and 39 seconds. Yeah, honestly, I think we're done. We're done for the Oscars season. We're done for this Zoom session. We're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. And you're yeah. done. Thank you so much for joining us for this first little season, this Oscars season of We'll Get It In Post. We've really enjoyed having your company. I hope that you'll subscribe on YouTube and on any podcast app that you use um, so that you can keep in touch with us and make sure that you get the next episode, whenever that will be, uh, right into your feed. But for now, I'm Dom Hennequin, Amy Brines, Curtis Mason. Thank you so much for joining me again this week and we'll see you very, very soon. And until then, what's our catchphrase? Until then, remember... In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening. Good evening. And, and good night. Bye-bye. Um, and let's Parker. Parker. <laughs> Parker. <laughs> Let me sing a bit of West Side Story to you. <laughs> oh, guys. The Jets are going to have their day tonight. <laughs> tonight. Ariana's going to have her day on Monday. Tonight. Tonight. Tonight.